from best of San Francisco DDTV, The Pink Chill, and Didi LaFrag. Hey, I've only lived in San Francisco for 30-something years. What do I know about it? San. Liberals? They're sadistic progressives. Francisco. This city is Junkies Incorporated. It's the junkie apocalypse. Damn. This ain't your phony soy boy San Francisco. This is the San Francisco Dam Zone. San Francisco Dam is a solo psychodramatic performance art storytelling podcasting platform. Hello, everyone. It is Monday, June 20th, 2022. Happy birthday to everybody who is celebrating your birthday today. I hope you have a beautiful birthday. Enjoy yourself. New listeners, thank you so much for coming by. I appreciate your ear, and this is a short show. I know when people say, this is going to be short, it never is. It always is here. Super short. (laughs) And regular listeners, I love you. Guys, here's your daily San Fran fentanyl weather report. Well-earned nickname. This is the fentanyl drug dealing capital of the West Coast. It's currently 75 degrees Fahrenheit. That's right. 75 degrees Fahrenheit, and uh, it is the LaFrac Report on Monday. (sighs) This is the second time I've recorded this show. I'll tell you why. Well, first, there is a big celebration going on in San Francisco. The Warriors, the basketball team, they won. I don't keep up with sports at all. They won, and they came to San Francisco, big, gigantic parade with hundreds of thousands of people starting on Market Street, which is currently crawling with junkies, mentally ill drug addicts, and drug dealers. I'm not exaggerating. This is not hyperbole. And I want to tell people, if you haven't been to San Francisco even in a year, it's degenerated even more. So what's been going on here in San Francisco, the LaFrac Report, a wrap-up of what's been going on. One of my bigger art mentors passed away. His name is Joe Bullock. He spelt it in a very interesting way. J-O-E-G-H, Joe. Artistic man. Joe, it's hard to describe him except saying he's a Renaissance bohemian arts producer. I met him back in the 1980s. I was fairly fresh from Wisconsin. I was a go-getter. I was a go-getter young girl. I had a lot of uh, enthusiasm. I was assertively trained by reading all of my Dr. Wayne Dyer books, Pulling Your Own Strings, things like that. I had been in therapy on and off since the age of 19 at that point. So, you know, I was really full of myself and I had a lot of enthusiasm. I was doing a show at a place called the Albion Club in the Mission District, 16th at Mission. And I would do a mixed media, very interesting show. Uh, The lighting was by my late great arts producer, soulmate, best friend, and later husband, Richard. So my shows were always interesting. I was a very pretty young girl, very skinny, artistic. Uh, My feminine archetype is Diana Ross, so I always brought glamour to my joints. And I would do these shows at the Albion where I would play the piano. This is sexist, womanist, bohemian excellence. It's the San Francisco Dam Zone with Didi LaFrac. I would do Yoko Ono style inspired performance art and Joe Bullock came through. And by then he, at that point, I'd never heard of him. He had a very famous theater in San Francisco called 
Climate Theater. He invited me to do one of my plays. I did many plays. I did so many solo plays. You guys have no idea. I don't even talk about this part of my uh, life very much, my performance art background. <laughs> I had a, a famous play called Nubian Princess Workhorse, and I was famous for uh, partial nudity. I would paint my chest. I was very thin, very flat-chested. I had anorexia nervosa. That means you get nervous and you don't eat. So, yeah, I was super skinny, and I would paint paint my upper body on stage with white paint, and I did these anti-fashion shows, and I called it the liquid bra. Joe just... Anything I did was fabulous, but he did that for thousands of people. Joe Bullock produced something called Glass House, these cool arts parties in San Francisco in the 80s. He had a climate theater with his co-producer and former girlfriend, a lady called Marsha Crosby. Uh, camp Wow at Burning Man, one of the ultimate camps at Burning Man, the yearly arts festival in the Nevada desert. He also did something called Sea of Dreams. It was a big New Year's Eve show at uh, the Bill Graham Civic Auditorium. He later on moved out of San Francisco, moved up north, and he recently passed away of cancer. I heard about that today. I, I, apparently he died a day or two ago. And when you hear about that, it's like hearing that a library closed down. When somebody great who has influenced so many people, I had the biggest platonic crush on Joe Bullock. Myself, I never I never had any relations with any of these art guys that I worked with. I mean, Richard was my boyfriend, but other than that, no relationships with any of those guys. I had the biggest platonic crush on Joe Bullock. I'm so glad I never did anything with him. I, I loved him a lot. A lot of people loved him a lot. He stood about six foot, maybe two or four. So he was an authority figure, tall, white dude, uh, curly brown hair, big, mischievous, blue eyes. He was kind and he was creative. He's the type of uh, dude he would wear nail polish and he made these crazy costumes. He had the best costumes. I mean, he this he was the best costume man I've seen like eye to eye in real life. The, his costumes, you, unparalleled. And then at the Anon Salon, that's where he led me. My pink chill, uh, some, some of you have heard of me talk about the pink chill. Well, the pink chill was my social experiment where I wore pink every day. I started doing that in the year 2005. And around that time, Joe allowed me to come up. I mean, I was paying rent there. I had an open to the public art studio. It was pink. So that was the pink chill. All sorts of people came through, rock stars, tech people. It was a spot to be and he was my landlord and that was at the ninth and uh Folsom building right across the street from where climate theater used to be and around the corner from where a uh, glass house used to be so a door has closed on san francisco history with the death of the great producer joe bullock and i will just say i'm happy to have met him i'm so happy i was one of those he gave a leg leg up i know i'm stuttering over my tongue when I get nervous I stutter and because uh, I was crying and I didn't want to do a show where I'd be crying I've heard podcasts and people are talking when they're crying and I understand the emotion and I will say this I am a sexist womanist bohemian and I give righteous men all the credit in the world without Joe Bullock and Richard LaFrac and Stevie Wonder and the staff of Man Magazine I wouldn't be the person that I am today, making the art. All those guys helped me to become the person that I am today. And I thank them. And I thank you for listening. Excuse, excuse the emotion of my voice. 
I am Dee Dee Dam. I trust my vibe. San Francisco Dam. Yay! That's today's episode of the San Francisco Dam Podcast with sexist womanist bohemian Dee Dee LaFrac. Remember to join us tomorrow for another episode. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors. Head over to SanFranciscoDam.com for more sponsorship information. Thank you for subscribing and listening.